Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pig Podcast. We're here live. Live. Finally. 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 Jesus, yeah. finally. Yeah, 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 finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. All That's these right. ones. I still have this though. I didn't go to the barber to get this taken care of yet. We'll we'll see. We'll and see I'm, I'm, I'm just a little premature. I'm trying to catch <laughs> up as well too. Just you're you're yes. more, more masculine than oh, here. But it is something gray now. I, I get all gray here, man. I when it first came in, I got some gray here. I was like not expecting that. I was like oh, ten years ago when I started cutting everything off, it didn't look like this. What mm. did I do? Mm. I like it though. But you know what? I can't get much longer than this because my wife hates it. So oh, she's Shannon, like, Shannon's always like, yeah. what is going on? I, I cut nothing, so this will like go in front of my mouth and I'll like make a smoothie and then the smoothie will be here and I won't know. And sometimes it drips and I'm like, oh, I can't wear that shirt. Time to change. So that's why they do call it the flavor saver, <laughs> yes. right? The absolute flavor saver. Well, uh, so excited to be back with you two guys. I miss you, man. Yeah. miss you tons. And, uh, you know, we thought it'd be fun to just, remember, you know, we've done this for a while on the pig podcast. It's, it's yeah. not because we're pigs. We're not pigs. We're not pigs. We're, we're far pigs. from pigs. Maybe a pig on the t-shirt, but we're not pigs. And uh, but it stands for Platinum Investment Group. And I think it's something that Tobias is an amazing seasoned investor. I've got a few properties myself, and uh, the reason why we do this is just to educate people, right? Help like, people. We we. It's been a great uh, vessel. Yeah. For us, for a lot of things, not just you know money, but growth and development and personal development and all these things, and you know. It's, it's just been so awesome to us, so we want to give back and try and help people do the same. Yeah, totally. And, and Brian's being modest. He's a very seasoned investor. <laughs> Maybe a little Cajun on there or something like that. <laughs> seasoned. But yeah, you know what? And it's like, like, like just to echo what you're saying, I totally agree. And like, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I know Tobias is such a genuine, honest, loving guy. And it's like to give something. It's almost like, you know, it's like if you have a cure for cancer, you want to tell people about it. Yeah. Right, and out of that, you know, and I feel like in this life, there's a lot of trouble, anxiety, trouble with finances. But if you invest in real estate, it can cure some of those things mm -hmm. because um, you've got resources and options, and that's what the Pig Podcast is about. And um, so I hope you get something out of this. So what are we going to yeah. talk about today? Uh, I think we talk about cottage rentals. Oh, hot topic yeah. right now. Cottage rentals. Cottage rentals. Yeah. So we're sitting here in the summertime of 2021, and yeah. everybody. July. Everybody wants to be at a cottage, right? Everybody now, right? wants to be at a cottage, especially this weather. Oh, humid, man. It hot, feels, sticky. Feels like a Costa Rican weather. jungle out there, doesn't yes. it? Thank <laughs> God. So you know what? This is great because like uh, we've had lots of clients that want to buy cottages, um, and I just bought one recently too, which Ooh. I'm super pumped about. So I'm uh, yeah learning the ropes about renting it right now too. Yes. So um, let's talk about is it uh, in your is it a good time to buy a cottage right now? Do you think? I think. This, this goes back to like our core uh, question. When's a good time to buy real estate? Now. Yesterday? <laughs> yeah. What's the next best time? Because that passed right away, yeah. right now. Uh, I, th I think true. any time is a good time if you have a good plan in place. You know? Especially, I, I, I agree. Yeah, especially, you know, cottages. That's a hot topic. That's something to get into right now. Uh, I think there's high demand. I think that that's a big wave that's going to be going for a while. I think so too. Like there's a lot of people and I think in any part of the real estate market, people are saying there's a bubble that's going to burst, right? Yeah. Um, and the same thing happens in the cottage market. I've read some articles that say the real estate market is, even though it's gone up 30%, you know, on average across Canada, it's, uh, it's not going to continue in the cottage market. And people made bad decisions buying cottages. People like, 
I fled the city and want a cottage and when they figure out it snows a lot up there in the winter time, they're going to want to move and sell it. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think that market's going to plummet? Do you think people are going to wake up and be like, I hate my cottage. Why did I move up here? I'm going to sell it. I don't, I don't think so. I think the like cottages, I think a lot of people just didn't even realize. I think it was unknown to them. I think it's a like new territory for a lot of people and never thought, huh, that sounds good. That's, that's relaxing. Like uh, my wife, Shannon, she had zero interest in anything to do uh, inside of Canada or Ontario for traveling. <laughs> yeah. and Give me we, the sun and the lawn yeah, chair and the yeah, book. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and we, we rented a cottage and now she's like, this is actually amazing. She's like, this is awesome. So I think it's new territory for some people. So it's, in, you know, opened up uh, that. And I think also like in terms of like plummeting, I think these cottages are well financed we can probably talk about that but yeah those people aren't just gonna say oh you know we're gonna lose hundreds of thousands of dollars on this but we gotta sell it or we need to sell it or we want to sell it so we'll just take a huge hit I don't think that people are gonna make that decision I think they would just continue to keep it and enjoy it yeah I think so I I, I tend to agree right yeah. you know that's why I jumped in the market too and um, I think that the 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 market for that now with people especially not traveling as much this year mm -hmm. patterns have changed I think people likely aren't going to travel as much next year I know some people will and it'll gradually change but now people have discovered it similar to Shannon I know my wife too like we uh, last summer and this summer like we had some great memories just sitting on the dock of the bay like sitting on a dock yeah I we could have been sleeping in a tent or a mansion yeah but sitting on that dock yeah. you know what I mean yeah totally. um, jumping in the water having some fun uh, is been priceless right totally. and I think for people that have never discovered that before they're gonna love it and I think yeah. the thing too to remember is that if me and Tobias are wrong which has never happened ever right never okay. ever Okay, just, just don't ask my mom. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> okay. But if we're wrong, and let's say real estate does plummet, real estate does crash, you only lock in your loss if you sell. Mm -hmm. I think another thing to realize that if the real estate market does go down and cottages, which again, I don't think it will, mm -hmm. just rent it. Just rent it. Just rent it, right? Like the, the rental demand, because if real estate prices go down, just rent it out because what is it like to rent a cottage right now? I just found out to put a line up, but it's, uh, oh my gosh. it's crazy. It's crazy. So we don't own a cottage. So we're looking to rent and, uh, it, there's, there's very little vacancy available and we've got special case. We have pets and we, we, so to look for something that's uh, pet friendly, let that be a, <laughs> a suggestion to everybody. Make it pet friendly. About, if you make it like pet friendly, uh, you got responsible pet owners like me and Shannon that want to rent it and, and we get, very limited selection, so we we'll definitely pay right. for for something like that. So it's it's hard to come by rentals, and uh, I think it's that's a new thing too. We were talking about off camera. Uh, was it 08 Airbnb? Yeah, 2008. I didn't know when Airbnb was, so yeah. we had a bet, and I yeah. think I lost. But 2008 yeah. is when Airbnb established. So 13 years. So. And we were talking about you when you had a cottage, your grandparents' cottage back mm -hmm. when you were younger. Yeah, it wasn't a thing to rent it. Like it you was, just didn't it, rent it. It had right? never been rented. Like thirty-five years, we had a, a good-sized family, so it got well utilized. You know, all the my aunts and uncles. I got five aunts and uncles plus my dad. So the six families have kids, and my grandfather managed it uh, for everybody. And we sort of had a, a family cottage that everybody would go to a couple times a year, um, but it was never rented, and it was rather than being like an asset or an investment, it was it was a liability for my grandfather. Right. And so he did it was make a the decision. It was a pain in his ass. Yeah. Right? 
oh, my, my holidays are only this week and that, you know, Tom's, Tom's got his yeah. three weeks there already and uh, so it was, it was a pain for Grandpa <laughs> and yeah. he said, I'm going to sell this thing and uh, so it ended up being sold but now, you know, that's a completely different thing. There's people who own cottages that they never go to. Yeah, it's an asset. So it's, it's really with technology and modern day and Airbnb and, and things like that, VRBO, um, it's really, I think, amped up rentals. People still rented cottages before, but just not to Yeah, I level. think it's, it's become more of a market now than yeah. before. And I know, uh, and you put it really, really simple. And I love how you put it earlier because like, you know, a cottage, you get really good income for a short period of time. Let's say it's even a three season, even if it's a four season cottage, chances are you're gonna rent it out for more money in the summertime when yeah. the water's nice than you are in the winter, right? Yeah. But you put it so beautifully, equate a week to a month for rental income. Totally. Right? Totally. So, you know, I was looking at mine, renting it out for almost 4,000 bucks a week. If that's $4,000 a month, based on price, mm -hmm. right? If you do that for 12 weeks, that would equate to 12 months. 12 months of rent. Yeah, and, and it makes it really simple. And it's pretty on par, like, yeah. you know, we'll say like a, a It's not perfect, because yeah, we're not, not perfect. It's not perfect, but, it's pretty but good. you know, eight or $900,000 uh, cottage, mm -hmm. probably like around four grand a week. Yeah. Your $900,000 house, you're probably 3,500 to four grand a month in rent. Yeah. So it's very, very close. Yeah, these it's, are, it's these a, are Ontario local numbers. You know, obviously you gotta look at where, wherever you're investing and, and you know, make sure that makes sense. Well, and through, I, think, I think it's relative though, because like you so end up taking a million. service of debt. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. take a million dollar cottage, it might be five grand, a million, yeah. a two million dollar cottage. Like I, I looked at one cottage, I just messaged someone on uh, Instagram and I was like, oh my God, that cottage is beautiful. How much is it to rent? Yeah. And it was gorgeous. It was yeah. like, we should do a big podcast there. Uh, just, but it was $40,000 a week. Whoa. I was like, I, I'm not interested, thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks, just curious. But I'm just saying, obviously there's a market for it, you know what I mean, Absolutely. for that kind of stuff. That's, uh, you know, I still have goals, so uh, <laughs> we'll get there one day. But uh, yeah. the market is definitely there for it, and I think it's a great, great... Uh, let me ask you this, do you think a cottage is a good first investment for someone? Good first investment? Yeah, because like, you know, like there's a lot of people that probably... It's tough to get a house right now, so yeah. maybe, um, and I know we see a lot of people doing this where they end up, uh, there, we see more people on mortgage applications today than ever before, Yeah. right? So it used to be just Brian could buy a house. Well, no, now it's Brian and his wife and his brother on the mortgage, yes. or now it's Brian and his wife and his mom and his dad and his sister and his dog on the mortgage, right? Like <laughs> so, so that's one, it's like, so yeah. is that a good first investment, do you think? Uh, yeah, I, d I do think in a lot of cases it is because that um, cottage, like possibly if you're looking at that, you, you have a personal interest. Mm -hmm. it, you know, if it's not rented that week, you go, you go yourself, you go with your family, you go with friends. So it's, it's a dual purpose, not like say a, a house that you buy as a, a investment, you buy investment property and it, it's not rented out that month. You're probably like, oh shoot, this is the worst thing ever. Right. I gotta paint it or I gotta go there and work. Where if it's cottage, you say, oh, it's not the end of the I world. Get to, yeah. We got a free week. We'll go. Yeah. We'll go there. I, uh, so I yeah. think for that, it's really great. Like it's a, definitely a dual purpose investment or a multifaceted thing that you can um, slice a couple different ways. And I think in a financing perspective, you can tell me. But if you're getting a secondary home like a cottage that there could be benefits for that? Well, this is where it starts to get a little <laughs> bit tricky, okay? I'll try not to get, but 
yeah, so pros, cons. Now, the like you're saying, there is benefits to a cottage. Depending on your financial situation, you can buy a cottage. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to sound like a mortgage commercial. You can buy a cottage for 5% <laughs> down. But the reality is, is that you're right. There's secondary home programs where subject to qualifying, mm -hmm. you can actually get a cottage with as little as 5% down. Yeah. Right? As a secondary home. However, um, if you don't qualify conventionally, like with a bank or something like that, it does get trickier. So it's kind of like if you're one of those clients that has great income, credit, everything's sort of really good, it's easy to get. Yeah. It's just like any other financing. If you've got a dog's breakfast as a mortgage application like me and Tobias, because we have so many properties, right? <laughs> it's actually pretty hard because yeah. um, banks don't want to, um, bank, if you don't qualify with a bank, and you start to go to that next level of lender where they might charge you one or two points higher, they don't like cottages as much. Interesting. Yeah, because uh, they're not considered in the past as marketable. Mm. So the yes. days on market would be longer. Yes. So And they lend based on property. So a lot of them just said, we only, we only um, lend to major metropolitan areas. Mm. So now, so it's kind of like if you're that client. So it all comes back to, I think, getting pre-approved. Yes, yes, <laughs> again, yeah, yeah. If you're going cottage shop and get pre-approved. Now let me ask you, Tobias. Yes. And an unbiased opinion from my second favorite realtor, because my wife's a realtor, I <laughs> in case she's listening, okay? Yes, but, yes. You are my favorite, I love you. Okay. But um, should you use your local realtor that you know and love to buy a cottage, or should you use a realtor in the neighborhood that you're looking to buy? You should, um, you should use your local realtor uh, to get you someone that they know is going to take really good care of you mm -hmm. in that area. Because I think that especially for cottages, you, the people in those areas have really specialized information because we were looking for a cottage and um, we, we, we sort of seeked out the help of a realtor that we knew in the area. Mm -hmm. and the information that they gave me was stuff that I never even thought that you should think about. And I'll give a good example. We saw this great cottage on a lake and we said, this is a beautiful spot. This cottage is awesome. The price is great. She said, that lake has blue algae blooming, uh, which I had no idea what that was. But if you don't know about blue algae, it's a natural common thing, but it stinks. <laughs> oh, apparently it smells so bad. Can and you imagine being yeah. in your dream so, cottage? So you, we, we were looking in the winter time. Oh, so you man. don't go there and say, oh, there's blue algae, or it smells like dead fish here. Um, oh. And she said that that's a blue algae bloom. It's well known to them because they're local and they know these things. But uh, that kind of specialized knowledge is important when you go make a big decision like oh, this. Oh, man, that's very important. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're buying an off-season, which is, I yeah. think is a lot of people sell their cottages in off-season. So, uh, well, if I had that, I'd probably sell my cottage in the off-season too, right? <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And, wow, and, and a lot of things like, uh, you know, septic and well rules and all, all the sort of different local municipal rules similar to like why you don't want to buy, you know, in Hamilton with a realtor really from Toronto. Like, yes, yeah, the same, totally. same premise as much I'm as, glad you said that. as, much cool. as we want to help. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely better to seek the uh, expertise of Indeed. somebody who knows what they're talking about. It's just like you wouldn't uh, ask your uh, doctor about, uh, I don't know, your teeth. <laughs> or mortgage advice. Your mortgage or advice. Or real estate, yeah. right? Yeah, you, had your, you wouldn't ask your uh, lawyer about your uh, broken ankle. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. I think that's yeah. great. And you know what, it's funny because we, we uh, 
had a realtor up uh, north where we purchased around the Halliburton area there. And it was surprising how accommodating he was. And it was surprising how we said, Brian, you have no idea how many, you know, how many agents. And if you're one of these agents, I'm sorry, but this is his words. He said <laughs> that come up here and don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's, uh, and it's tough. And it's like to say, and I know we're talking big dollars, you know, cause a lot of yeah. projects now can be six, seven, a million, yeah. like a lot of money and two, 3% on that is 20, 30 grand. But I would say on a property that size, it's not hard to make a 20, 30, $50,000 mistake or a hundred thousand dollar mistake. Totally. Right. So I think, uh, to your point, it's, uh, cause you, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You don't and know the, what you don't know. Yeah. Right. So that's and, cool. And and if you're a realtor listening, uh, not knowing is not a good enough reason not to be in trouble. Because mm. yes. if you didn't know the the, yes. the rule state, you ought to know. Yes. Or you should know. Well, you actually have a higher sense of responsibility. I can mm-hmm. I can plead ignorance, right? Yeah. I'm just a yeah. I'm just a consumer. Dumb, can I'm just a dumb mortgage broker, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you know, you and the other side. Yeah. Ignorance is not bliss. If yeah. You, no, you that's a real estate license. You don't want to get yourself into doo doo too. Well, and I think too, I think realtors out there, just on that point too, is uh, they're very very accommodating in the sense because uh, I know it probably happened with you, it happened with my wife as well too. They'll they'll they're happy to refer or yeah. send a fee for a referral, right? Yeah, because they're totally. just so so grateful that uh, yeah. that you actually appreciate their knowledge. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. so yeah. many people don't. So I think uh, do the right thing. You're making a big investment. Go yeah. with the local expert, right? Like always expert. go with the totally. local expert. Totally. Right. Awesome. Cool. So I think I think that covers a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing, uh, and and maybe you don't know. Um, maybe at a certain <laughs> threshold of your rental income. Do you need to do HST or something? Is that something I heard before? Ooh. I want to say $30,000 a year or $35,000 a year. So my understanding, I will preface this, and I am not a CPA, CGA, CA, yeah. DA, Talk DGA, to your accountant, right? accountant, professional advice. Thank you. Yeah. Right? First, we'll say that. But my understanding is that comes down to commercial rents. Okay. So if you have commercial rent exceeding $30,000, then it becomes subject to HST. Okay. But if you have $30,000 of commercial rent, or less than, yep. then you don't have to. Okay. I believe it's just on commercial, but on residential, it's not yep. subject to. So maybe if you own your cottage in a corporation, somebody might do that. Yeah. Like so yep. business act. Yeah. Yep. So you know what? So on that note, I uh, under uh, you know uh, good advice, stupid advice from my account, did purchase cottage in the port. Yep. So um, so yes, number one, that will count towards my commercial income. Yes. Right. But the other thing too, which is important, is because Brian doesn't own cottage, if Brian uses it, Brian has to pay the company. Yes. Right? Yes. So, you know, and I'll tell you, the the Revenue Canada will look at your Facebook pictures, okay? <laughs> if you're getting audited. They will look at your Instagram and say, okay, Brian, whose cottage was this that you were at? Yes, Did you yes. pay rent for this cottage that your company owns? Yes. Yeah, I am not kidding. They will do that. So, oh um, so if there's there are certain advantages to do it in court. Depends on what it is. Talk to your accountant. Yeah, yeah. But make sure you pay something reasonable to that court because that is a, a tax loophole that I see many people take advantage of. It's a gray area. Do what your accountant says. Yeah. So good oh, question. Oh, yeah, I just thought about it. I was like, oh yeah, I think this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, my cops are coming for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Cops coming. We better we better wrap this up. Wrap this up. Get out of here quick. <laughs> Cool. All right, guys. Uh, Stay tuned for another episode, another day, another time on another topic.
Absolutely. And if you want to know about anything, hit us up. Message us. Absolutely. Hit, uh, where, where can I find you? Uh, probably best Instagram. Yeah. At Team Smolders or at TR Smolders. Cool. You? Uh, you know what? Hit me up at Brian Hogman on Instagram or at Mission 35 Mortgages on uh, Instagram as well too. Or uh, just Google Mission 35 and yes. Google the email address that shows up. <laughs> Hopefully it's the right one. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Brian Hogman. <laughs> All right, guys. Make it a fabulous day.